Today's episode is brought to you by McLean Middleton, providing trusted legal services to businesses throughout the region for over 100 years. Hi, everybody. It's Jeff Feigl, editor of New Hampshire Business Review with the Down to Business podcast for January 20th, 2021, the day we get a new president inaugurated. And to celebrate that, we have our own president of journalism, Bob Sanders, here to talk to us a little bit about some of the things that will be we expect to be happening in uh, this incoming Biden administration, but also maybe the things that are really that have happened beforehand in terms of affecting New Hampshire specifically for, uh, uh, in terms of federal funding and everything. So, anyway, Bob, welcome to the uh, podcast. And uh, if you could talk a little bit about really which we're talking about right now, there's about a couple of billion dollars headed to New Hampshire through the last stimulus package that was passed in uh, at the end of the year. Could you go to tell us a little bit of what's 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 in that package and, and what what's in it for New Hampshire? All right, that's that's the what is passed, and and just because it's passed doesn't mean um, it's here. Um, some of it is here. I guess a big thing we've already talked about is the Paycheck Protection Program. Um, it uh, went uh, live on uh, for everybody. It kind of was broken out really slowly. So we didn't have the situation that we had last time when there was this huge rush. Uh, so now it's kind of like last time it was like, it spilled out. We went through like about $300 billion nationally in, um, in about three weeks. Um, this time, if the spigot is kind of clogged up and it's kind of drizzling out. Um, the first, it was supposed to go to these uh, companies that uh, um, like the community uh, loan fund, New Hampshire Community Loan Fund, uh, and other type of, of companies called um, uh, community finance institutions. But there wasn't any in New Hampshire that was handling that. Um, and then it was supposed to go to small banks. And there were that was on last Friday. And, and there were about, maybe about eight, nine in New Hampshire that handled that. Um, and so there was, and then on Tuesday, everybody else. Um, yeah. I just, I just want to, just for clarifications purposes, because I heard from people in the industry, credit unions also were are uh, providing these loans too. <laughs> because after right. we ran our initial story, I made sure we uh, included the credit unions because it's a, something, it could want to be an oversight on that. But cre the small credit unions and the small banks were giving out the PPP loans on Friday. And that the large banks and the large credit unions are all, everybody's giving them out now. I mean, anybody who's eligible. Just doing, just being an editor, that's all. Just clearing it up. Yes, that's, that's right. So right, that's uh, there is about seven or eight credit unions as well. Um, that are small enough uh, to do this, but some of the big ones, like St. Mary's, wasn't eligible yeah. uh, for that first round. But there's only about three or four days uh, between them. But for what I'm hearing, there's no huge rush um, even now on this. Uh, it's going out at a much more leisurely pace, uh, and there are a couple of reasons for that. One is that not everybody is eligible. Um, uh, 
uh, for a second loan. You have to show some losses, uh, 25%. And, uh, and there's, uh, and the, the other reason is that uh, uh, some people, and I'm just talking to them, they might be eligible because on that second quarter last year, it's 25% in one particular quarter, doesn't matter which one. Um, so a lot of people were 25% when the country was shut down in the second quarter of last year. So they would be eligible, but, um, but they don't need it. I mean, some people said, you know, well, I don't really need it. I don't want to take money from the government, uh, even if I could get forgiven and all that stuff there. Mm. So there isn't that huge fear that there was the first time. Um, people have come to live with this and then now they see also that there's, there is an end in sight. Um, so there just isn't that huge rush for that money. And I'm wondering if it's going to be used, all of it. Um, <laughs> Right now, they said the first week uh, it went through five billion dollars, um, and uh, remember that this nationally. Remember, there's, there's this is two hundred and fifty billion basically mm. in this, uh, uh, or two hundred and eighty depending on some of it set aside. So, um, so that you know, last time they went through three hundred more than three hundred billion in three weeks, and the first week it's five billion. Now that's partially because they they wouldn't allow a lot of uh, people to take it that first week because it only a few uh, banks were and and institutions were were lending but still it's uh i don't i don't see this huge rush on the paycheck protection program this time yeah like last time it was uh, there were people couldn't get from their banks and banks were overloaded and rushed and it was really it was pretty wild last year it's a much it's a stark contrast this time. I, I guess it it reflects the economy is stronger than we think. Is that is that how you're looking at it, or what what's your take on it? Well, it's a com a combination. I think yeah, there is some people who just don't need it. Uh, um, you know, there is. I mean, one other thing is that it is slower in another aspect. Uh, um, the, um, the, they're now taking a, a few days to look at the loan before approving. It used to be instantaneous. Um, so I, I talked to one restaurant chain, uh, Great American Restaurants, uh, and they got their money. They already uh, got approved, and they they went to a small bank on Friday, and they got approved on uh, Tuesday. Uh, huh. So so that's that doesn't seem like that much of a delay, uh, considering there was a three-day weekend. So, um, so that, anyway, and the other thing is also that the, for the second tier loan, you can, um, you can't go, uh, you, you can't be bigger than 300 employees. It's a little different for chains of restaurants, which are, are um, taken differently. Uh, restaurants, so yeah, restaurants and hotels also get uh, get more money. They get uh, three and a half months of payroll. Yeah, so the, the, the rules are different for restaurants and hospitality because they've been hit the hardest or as hard as anybody has been hit by the pandemic. So I guess that that makes sense. So mm -hmm. is it so 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 you talk to do you talk to restaurants? Did you talk to any other business owners or any bankers about what's going on with the PPP? 
Well, uh, I did talk to a couple of bankers, and they're saying things are fine. It's uh, the the rules. There are some rules that still work out, but they got most of the rules. They can. They're not waiting on on stuff from the SBA like they were last time. Um, I think things are a little control uh, under control, but there are yeah. other programs as well in this this first stimulus package yeah. of the, of the, or that was passed at the end of the year. Um, and uh, that stuff is everybody's still waiting on. So what could you go down a few uh, a few of those items that affect New Hampshire in particular? Um, yeah, or affect businesses in particular. Um, one is there's there's, uh, there's housing money, and this is a uh, this goes well. We found out uh, just recently that uh, that is going through Gopher, which is a governors i don't forget what the acronym is for but but it's basically uh governor's uh uh agency the state set up to spend stimulus money when um but uh this housing money is is, you know which will help out landlords as as well as tenants um we got uh the governor put aside 20 million last time for actually 35 million but uh, 15 million was put aside, and 20 million was uh, was uh, to prevent evictions to give people um, rent for back rent uh, who were affected by the COVID crisis, and yeah. um, and uh, so that money never got used up. Uh, there's still six million dollars that was left over. Uh, they thought they had to return it by the end of the year. That was changed by this. Uh, you know the the stimulus package, which was passed and, and signed December twenty seventh. Uh, so that money was not returned, but it's kind of uh, being uh, uh, put in the pocket of the the state, and they're going to figure out what to do with it if they they don't don't spend it on past expenses. So, um, but besides that, there's there was also twenty five billion set aside in this twenty this last stimulus package, and that's going um, for rental assistance and homelessness stuff. And New Hampshire is getting 200 million, in other words, 10 times as much. Um, And we haven't gotten it yet, and we don't know the exact rules. I mean, we know some of the rules in the legislation, and it's gonna be different than than last time. So, so so this is money that, we will be getting definitely. It's not. It's it's earmarked for New Hampshire. This housing, this housing money. But since we don't well, have, we're yet, supposed we don't to. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're supposed to apply for it, and they apparently are applying for it. And I learned okay. that it's going through Gopher. Um, the 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 rules are going to be somewhat different, so they may be able to spend more of it. I'm not sure, but you can you can um, instead of uh, going just for back rent, you can go ahead three months at a time and up to a year of rent. So last so time it was just, just a couple of months. It's just for a tenant. It's just for a tenant. It's, it's well, this is another difference. Um, the landlord can apply for it. So the landlord can the apply for the money. Okay. The landlord, and, yeah, that couldn't happen. And if the landlord isn't interested, you know, the tenant can apply for it. And if the landlord doesn't sign off, the money can go to the tenant. 
In other words, uh, right now the money goes to the landlord, but if the landlord isn't cooperating or is absent, doesn't return calls or whatever, then the tenant can get the money and that's supposedly to pay the rent. Okay, so, 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 um, so, is there, is there, has, so from what I understand, I don't think there's been any outreach about this yet. Explain this to, to tenants, to landlords or tenants. That this is a that this is a program that's going to be coming, or have I just been well, asleep at the wheel here? And nobody knows what's going on, really. I talked to housing activists just as yesterday, and they say, "Well, all we heard is that it's coming to the state, and the rules haven't been out yet." And the state says, "Well, the rules haven't come out yet." So we're <laughs> in this limbo because the last program ended like mid-December sometime. And then the money went back. It didn't go back to the federal government, but it's not, the program's not reopening. And so there's nothing right now for um, tenant assistance. And um, okay. so, so that's one of the, um, th that's one of the big, uh, you know, the, the, um, this transition we're going, we're basically, and now we have a federal government, which is like, they're they're on. I mean, you have some people who will stay, but you know, I bet their their decisions held up as they as they get their new people in. So that's part of this transition is that there's there was a lot passed last year, but there has to be agencies have to pass regulations and you know and yeah. and there's still still things in Washington. So so um, so that's just a couple of things this time. Okay, well, I, yeah, I'd like to talk a little bit more about maybe what's something that might be coming, but let me, let's just take this break. We'll be right back. McLean Middleton is one of New England's premier full-service law firms with headquarters in Manchester, New Hampshire, and offices in Concord and Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and Woburn in Boston, Massachusetts. McLean Middleton has over 100 attorneys in five locations and has been providing trusted legal services to businesses throughout the region for over 100 years. A full-service law firm with practice areas in corporate, tax, employment, litigation, trusts and estates, energy and environment, intellectual property and privacy, and data security, to name just a few. McLean Middleton's commitment to their clients, community, and colleagues has helped them to establish and maintain long-standing relationships as trusted advisors. Whether you are starting your business, growing your business, or preparing to sell your business, McLean Middleton has the experience to guide you through the complexities of the legal system. For a complete listing of their practice areas, attorneys, and locations, visit www.mclane.com. Okay, we're back. Um, so, Bob, you're, you're talking about these programs, the money that's that's already been approved, and uh, now President Biden is um, has has unveiled this 1.9 trillion dollar package of more more assistance. Does is this in it? This is does this co this covers the same kind of things as housing. And PPP, or is it are other programs involved, other 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 uh, uh, objects of assistance? Um, yeah, well, this is this is twice almost twice as much. Well, a little more than twice as much. The last one was about nine hundred 
billion or nearly a trillion. So this is 1.9 trillion. Um, uh, and and we're not, you know, of course this hasn't been passed yet. Um, there, uh, we're not sure where some of the, I don't believe there's any more housing money in this. Um, when there is some more money for business, but we're not sure what it is. There are some policy differences in this that they're trying to put in and who knows what will pass. But one of course is an increase in the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Um, and, uh, and that would also include eliminating the tip wage. So restaurant workers would also get $15 an hour. And this of course will be a huge change, not so much in our surrounding states because they've been raising the minimum wage, but um, in New Hampshire, we're still at the federal at 725 an hour. Yeah. Um, so this would more than double the minimum wage. Um, and uh, so that's one major thing going on. The other, which hasn't gotten much um, interest or coverage anyhow, is the childcare, um, a mandatory um, sick leave policy, which is um, was COVID related. I'm not sure if this new policy is gonna be totally COVID related, but the, huh. the big difference is the last policy, all businesses, uh, businesses over 500 employees were exempt. Um, and there was a, um, and for the businesses in the middle, and I think there's an exemption for smaller businesses. I'm not sure what the figure is, maybe under 50, but um, uh, so, but businesses have to give sick leave, COVID-related sick leave. Now that ended in December. This would bring that back. It would bring the credit back so that businesses would be reimbursed, but only the businesses that were covered under the previous law. So under this new law, it would expand it to larger businesses and those larger businesses wouldn't be reimbursed. So huh. you would get, uh, now of course, everything could change because this is going through the legislative process and who knows, but uh, that will be a big, big deal. I mean, basically it mandated sick leave. There's a couple of uh, bills in New Hampshire legislature. The, the family medical leave, which was the big deal last year, there's nothing in the state legislature and that isn't uh, national in any of these national bills, but sick leave seems to be the thing now, um, both uh, nationally and locally. So when you're saying it's going to be uh, affecting larger businesses differently, when you say larger, what do you mean by that? In, in, in what over sense 500, is... over 100, 500 employees. So not too many businesses in New Hampshire, actually, uh, because, uh, you know, where we have generally smaller businesses here. So so this, for small for businesses here, there will be a mandate sick leave plus money behind it. You basically deduct it from your your payroll taxes. It's a credit against your payroll taxes. So you don't even have to wait to the end of the year. It's quarterly or or whatever. Now there's other money coming with this. We remember we that six hundred dollars or that everybody was supposed to get in the in their in the yeah. mail uh, yeah. last time. Uh, yeah. Well, that's been increased. Uh, if this new thing would be uh, goes another fourteen hundred to bring it up to two thousand. Uh, which uh, uh, for 
the outgoing president uh, supported. So, uh, so, so I guess all the Republicans are going to be on board <laughs> with that. And um, and the other thing is uh, the unemployment uh, will get a boost. Uh, there's there's a 300 uh, extra uh, uh, per week extra unemployment uh, uh, boost in the uh, in the bill that was passed at the end of last year. This new proposal from Biden would up that to 400 and extend it, um, I think, until I, at least the spring. Uh, so um, this will, uh, there is always some, uh, there's a double-edged sword with that, that extra money on employment. Uh, uh, people like it because that means people out of work will be able to pay their bills. So obviously like people like Leonard, uh, landlords and utility companies and grocers and everybody else. Um, so that helps money go through the economy. On the other hand, people are getting paid more, um, you know, on unemployment, you know, might say, well, this is my chance to stay with my children as they're dealing with school and daycare, yeah. or this is, you know, I just don't feel like working for you know when i can stay home and get nearly as much so um there's all already a trouble even without this extra money um of getting getting employees of getting people back to work so so it's a double-edged sword in that uh, that uh, that respect the the both both all both bills both the one in december and this bill also gives more money for vaccines testing to deal with the the crisis you know uh, directly, yeah. I want, and one of the other big things I see in this in the in the Biden uh, proposal is that there would be several hundred billion dollars that would go to state and local governments, which right. were, which were left out of both packages last year. Now I know that New Hampshire has a history of enjoying the largesse of the federal government to help it balance its budget. Is that what this money would be for? Or would yeah? Do you have any sense of you know what this money will be used for if it's passed? Yeah, I don't know. Last time we got the money, which was not bad, 1.25 billion dollars, which is a, yeah. a heck of a chunk of change uh, to spend, but it had to be COVID related, um, yeah. and it's spent by a certain time, uh, and it was all controlled by the governor. Um, so this money. I don't. I I envision, but I'm not sure if it's, you know. Of course, the bill hasn't passed yet, but um, I think the intention is that it just goes to the state, so the governor can't just take it <laughs> and uh, and sort of uh, uh, have his own mini uh, um, power of the purse. Um, if it goes back, to, if it goes to the state, it goes through normal channels, and the legislature gets suspended to reimburse to balance its budget, whatever. Um, but there might be strings attached, you know, this is one of the things they're going to fight about in, uh, yeah. you know, in, uh, let's say we they have a Democratic majority, but just barely. And then yeah. there's the filibuster. Uh, um, of course, this might be part of an ominous spending bill, but, but uh, you have some conservative Democrats and a few liberal Republicans. So, it's probably going to pass in some form. There's probably going to be some compromises. My guess is that the uh, the minimum wage is going to go up. 
because um, that's a democratic mantra. It's kind of like tax cuts for the Republicans. Um, but it's how much it's going to go up. There might be my my guess is it may be less than fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah, maybe have some kind of graduated thing like they have in a lot of the states. Anyway, well, listen, Bob. Thanks a lot for that. And you know, interesting thing you say about the governor not being able, maybe not being able to spend the money because that's been a bone of contention between him and members of his own party. His uh, his uh, his 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 use of the uh, of just uh, of the money, just saying, he, de de deciding where the money was going to go. This COVID money we got last year and this year, right now, apparently. So that'll be interesting to watch in Concord as well. Anyway, Bob, thanks very much for filling us in on that. And uh, this is Jeff Feingold from the Hampshire Business Review, along with Ernesto Burden, our producer and publisher. Uh, saying, be well, everybody.